Evernorth Health Services, we believe costs shouldn't get in the way of life-changing care. And we're doing everything in our power to make it possible. Behavioral health solutions that also keep your projections at their best? It's possible. Pharmacy benefits that benefit your bottom line? It's possible. Complex specialty care that cares about your ROI? It's possible. Because we're already doing it. All while saving businesses billions. That's wonder made possible. Learn more at evernorth.com slash wonder. You are listening to Claret and Blue, an Aston Villa podcast brought to you by Birmingham Live. Hello, welcome back to the Clamp Blue Podcast. My name is Dan Rowlandson and I'm joined in person for the first time, I think, especially at this house anyway, by John Townley. John, you've come all the way from Solihull? Solihull, yeah. Solihull. How are you? You right? I'm well, thanks, yeah. Uh, direct train, it's about an hour to get here, so I was doing work on, on the train. But uh, yeah, no, really good to uh, be in person. I think the last time I saw you was probably our... Uh, Love event? Mid, yeah, our mid-season show. Yeah in front of like 100 people so this is less daunting i suppose uh you know good to be yeah I, on that note i was wearing the mic you were wearing i'm the one that looks like a nip today even for the, every video we do because i'm holding this big one couldn't find an alternative so today's mini episode and we're filming this on the day it comes out hopefully if i get my skates on this afternoon is all about douglas louise and me and ash did one in the week or last week about ollie watkins and why we think he deserves a new contract Obviously, Douglas Weiss has had a new contract recently um, after interest from Arsenal in January. So we're just going to explore how key that was, how, how important he is to the side um, and what his kind of long-term future looks like under Emery. Um, first of all, have you always rated him? I have, yeah. I think there was... Sure, always... yes, the same. <laughs> yeah. It was a difficult one, I think, with Louise at the start because he'd come in from, obviously, City. It was only 50 million quid, which now is a very good deal. And obviously, they had a buyback clause and that has obviously expired. I think that expired, like, maybe two years ago now. So we knew we were getting a good player, but was it the right player at the right time? I think that was the sort of conversation. We were obviously uh, just got promoted. Um, but there was a thought that is Douglas Louise a number six? And I think... As time went on, like in Project Restart, I thought he was excellent in Project Restart. But I think before then, it was, uh, you know, we tried to sign Steven Nzonzi, for example, in January of that season, his first season with us. So clearly, while he was a good addition to the team, I don't think he was exactly what we needed at that time. And I think there's probably a way that we could have maybe developed his game quicker than what it has been as well, because under Dean Smith, I say, he was, he was number six um, under Gerard as well. He was number six, and then Kamara came in, and then he was almost battling with like McGinn. Um, Ramsey was always be on that left side of a midfield three, and now under Emery, he's got the perfect, I suppose, system to get his, you know, to use his best qualities. Um, that's what we knew all along that he could produce, I think. But seeing it's a different thing, and right now, I, I would go as far to say he's our, or there's at least an argument to say that he's our best outfield player. And I know that's probably a bit, oh, and I'm not sure, but I think he probably is. Probably most important to the system. I mean, there's an argument for Kamara as well. You could probably argue, but I mean footballer because Ollie Watkins is very important. And obviously, I mean, Martinez is kind of out of this conversation because he's, you know, one of the best goalkeepers in the world. So he's technically our best player. But I think there's a genuine conversation to be had that Lucas Luiz is our best player, our best footballer. And I know him and Kamara, you can't really split them too much because one gives you that sort of defensive stability and Douglas Luiz gives you... Um, you know, a bit more of possession maybe, uh, driving the ball potentially more so than Kamara. But 
I think in terms of what he is as a player, the fact that City bought him and saw something in him straight away, the fact that Mikel Arteta was desperate to sign him mm. in uh, the last summer window transfer deadline day, like a day after he scored that corner. I think that proves what a player we have. And it's not just that, we, we can see it now. And I think in the first, is it 14 games Emery's had now? Mm. He looks to have almost kicked on another level. And I think that a lot of that is because he's in a system to say that brings out everything that we, um, that we hoped he had. And, clearly he does have it was almost a little bit like right player wrong time or wrong system I guess to, yeah. to a certain extent that playing as a, 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 two of the number sixes Louise and McGinn for a long time not going to work is it and it's surprising it's unsurprising that he, he kind of looked a, bit, a little bit lost in that setup. the reason I said at the start like did you always rate him and I kind of joked oh yeah me too I'm not the only one who's who's questioned him over the recent seasons because you think yeah he's is he, quite, is he kind of up to the Premier League almost to, to a degree which sounds sounds crazy in, in showing the form that he is now but there's so many games where you just think he, he was maybe a bit too lightweight or depending on him to be the last line of defence in midfield which isn't really his role and the tweak in, in Emery's system the goal, the goal against Bournemouth is the, is the perfect example of that that he's not this sitting deep holding midfielder number six he can get forward he's, he's technical on the ball as well and then that goal against Bournemouth wasn't, you know, isn't the only time I can think of. I can't give you a specific example. It's not the only time I can think of where he's the furthest forward of the midfielders as well, which shows that he's a progressive carrier of the ball and not just someone that's going to sit in and keep things ticking. He's more than that. Yeah, and that's exactly what he brings to this team. Like that double pivot that Emery is using at the moment. Kamara is not necessarily the base of it, but he gives you that security. He was a centre back growing up, coming out of the Marseille Academy, wasn't he? So he gives you. You know, he, he wins most of his duels in a game. Douglas Luiz might only win 50% of his duels, and over his last seven games, that is literally the stat, he's only won 50%, sorry, 50 of his area land ground duels, but what he gives you on the ball is something that, I don't see, you can't replace, but in this team, in terms of the players that we have otherwise, it is completely irreplaceable. Um, I think he's got something like 90%, it is 90% pass action in his last seven games. In the one-all draw with West Ham, 93 pass, sorry 93% passing accuracy and that's he made like something like over 70 passes so that's a massive sample and to be getting that sort of figure is um is world class really and over seven games I say 90% pass actually 50 of his passes are progressive into the final third and if you sort of line Villa up and he's at the base of a two you wouldn't necessarily think he'd be putting in 50 passes in seven games into the final third you know going forward maybe but into the you know the most dangerous area of the pitch to our attackers that's something that you know, we can't sort of overlook and say so defensively he's developed because he's been in a system where he's been a deep six and other things like that and he's the same project restart in that one season I thought he, that would really kind of come on then for me but ever since then he wasn't really used in the right way in my opinion but now you're really starting to see his whole game come together like there's a reason why Brazil played him as a number eight as well and I think sometimes when Gerard, you know, Gerard was right to bring in a holding midfielder such as Kamara because we needed one we've been crying out for one for like three years but the way that he then thought, oh, okay, well, Douglas Lewis will have to fight when we begin, it's, that was never, you know, Douglas Lewis needs to play in this team. And in that 4 3 3, it's not really, maybe not going to work either because you have attackers who, in Coutinho and Leon Bailey, are either, you know, quite hit and miss. You'd, you need more going forward to help Luis's game too, if that makes sense. So now he's got a Ramsey, a McGinn, Buendir, two forwards, it's so much for him to work with and use too. Um, he's dribbling as well, Luis, 93%. 
dribbles completed in his last seven games. That's something that, again, you don't really recognise in his game. You kind of think of a player who would try and break up play and play the ball out wide or forward or whatever maybe, but actually he takes the ball and goes with it too. In the uh, win against Bournemouth, he had five dribbles, five completed. So, yeah, uh, I think he's a, a top player that can only go um, and develop more. He's 24, I think. Yeah. So, yeah, like when we bought him, he was sort of just come out of his teenage years, I suppose, and he was probably frustrated he couldn't play for Man City for different reasons. I think it was like passports and stuff and you know, uh, licences. But, yeah, now he's at Villa, he's settled uh, very well. He loves the club, as he's said a lot, and he's signed a new deal, um, which is... So that's uh, the kind of weight off uh, everyone's mind in a way because... I think if he was playing this well up until the end of the season and he was only having, what, 12 months left on his deal, that would be a, a real issue, I think. Contributed in goals and assists as well in, in this season, hasn't he? I don't know, is it four goals, three assists or something like that off the top of my head? Obviously, the, the direct from corners, which is a, a nice kind of uh, tactic to have, I guess, in some instances. But the, the new contract, that's massive, isn't it? Signing up a player of that, that ability onto a, onto a new deal fends off opposition clubs coming for him as well. Obviously, this is what we talked about, about Ollie Watkins in, in the week. To be linked with Arsenal so heavily in the... Was it the January window? The summer uh, window. The summer window, yeah. yeah. Oh, of course, yeah. To be linked with them so heavily, and you think oh, any kind of player looking at a club competing at the top end of the league, Arsenal top four, the heads might be turned, and whether that's going to affect their, their football or, or whatever... So to time up, not only to keep physically Douglas Louise, the player at Aston Villa, but also as a signal, a signal of intent for Aston Villa to say, I'm not bothered about whoever comes in for our players. If we want to keep them, we've got the means to do so. That's that's big as well. Exactly. And I think Arsenal were linked with him in the January before then as well. So how many months ago would that be now? Like 14? We've had conversations, well, we as fans have had conversations about Ollie Watkins as well. Um different even you know, Martinez in recent months to like I think there's always going to be a sort of a reaction to when things aren't going well over the course of six or seven games for a player um, but it's one of those where you, you, fans need to see it to believe it sort of thing and while there's been a big hype about Louise I think now we are starting to see um, exactly what he can do and yeah you know keeping him is um, is massive and having him on that long contract as well because that's a player that's worth you know, north of 40 million because we don't want to sell him and if you want to by top players like Casado, for example, I'm not saying he's as good as Casado, but I don't think he's too far off. Um, how much was he to Brighton? Like 80 million, I think. And that was obviously who Arsenal pursued after Louise. So that's saying something in itself. You know, Arsenal's sort of um, their second target. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So Arsenal was—I I don't know exactly, but in the way it went, it was Arsenal's first target was Louise. Yeah. And then a couple of months later, it's Casado, who was playing very well before then. So you know, Arsenal have just jumped on a random. Um, you know, on a, on a bandwagon of Caicedo, who's playing well last season too. So he went Louise Caicedo, and now it's uh, obviously they bought Jorginho, who's playing for them, and they probably bought it for different reasons in terms of experience trying to win the league. But Louise would be playing for the team who are now what eight points ahead in the Premier League. So we have a player technically who <laughs> I'm not saying it's a Premier League winner, but a player who is top four quality as a Champions League player, yeah. as is Kamara. Uh, and you can make arguments for other players in the team, obviously Martinez too. So uh, keeping Louise is massive, but then you've also got to supplement it. But yeah, for me, I think Louise is, there's definitely an argument to suggest that he is our, our best player. And again, I know we have a Camaro, we have Martinez, and Martinez, granted, is a goalkeeper, but I think Louise is that good at the moment and can get better still. You say he's only 24, that's crazy. You'd kind of put him as a, 
for example, I think Watkins is 27, I think. You'd put him on that sort of end, but now he's not even 25 yet. Like yeah, so much more development to go under Emery as well, specifically. That's, that's exciting. You've got a better te- tactical understanding of the game than I have, and, and this Kendrick has, which is why Kendrick's not here today. What's Emery done to get the best out of him? What tweaks has he made positionally or instructions-wise to get him to become the best outfield player, in your opinion? Almost like simplifying it, it's, he has a partner in Kamara, but then he also has a partner. I think this system in general just works for a lot of our players because there's there can be space and there can be teammates almost anywhere you look in this. So if you're Louise and you put yourself on the pitch, I don't know. You have Kamara who you can rely on to cover to cover you, you know, coming round. You have Miggin, you have Buendia, you have two forwards making runs either side in the channels. So there's a lot of options for you then for a player of Louise's technical ability. You almost can't go wrong. Like I don't see how Louise can play a bad game in this system if that makes sense because he's going to have the ball which means he's going to distribute it well he's as I said 90% passing accuracy of the last seven games over the course of the season he can probably maintain that because um, there was a couple of games where he dipped to like 83 so usually yeah, usually is about 90% which is um, which is crazy uh, but I think the, the tactical tweak in itself is just the system it's allowing him to not feel like oh, I'm going to have to just you know, sit back and allow my centre backs to, you know, almost make like a back five sometimes when we're playing deep. Yeah. Instead, Kamara can do that and he can sort of, you know, push forward ever so slightly and link players, say, passing into the final third. Those sorts of things is what brings Louise, that's what makes Louise, if that makes sense. That is his game. His game isn't to, as you say, I know he gets into the box, but he's not a, he's not a 10, although he's got the technical ability to do some sort of role like that. But under Gerard, when he, you know, you'd have McGinn and Ramsey. I don't think Louise was best suited to that sort of, you know, I don't know, sort of linking with a striker or whatever it may be. He's not that, and he's also not a six. So almost if you meet it in the middle, he's a player that almost has a bit of a free roll in the middle of the pitch who is good enough to play for Man City, who is good enough to play for Arsenal. The two teams who arguably play the best football in the world, he could be playing for those teams. And we have that player now. So that's, that's it's almost like everything sort of comes around Louise and I know on a match day or something it might look like it's Kamara sometimes I think because he sort of breaks a play and he'll distribute it out but then if you watch Louise too I think he does it in a different way but it's just as um, important and that's why I think moving forward that's why we have such a good chance of getting European football and things like that because we have very good players but then if, if you add a so if you have a Louise a Kamara a Martinez you know there's serious quality there like players that <laughs> we're later we're doing our like best of the Premier League 11 but if Louise continues as he's going in the next I don't know two years let's say he could have an argument to be in there in my opinion because he'll achieve something in that time as well exactly because he is to me he can be that good and in two years time he'll only be 26 so he has it's mad he has like 10 years less of his career so and that's why it's so important to pin him down to a new contract because if he had even just two years left you'd be thinking oh well that's an issue let alone 12 months and now it's I forget how long his contract is I don't actually think it was said in the Villa statement but you would expect it to be what four years I presume so he's been playing well without Kamara as well in the last few games by the way obviously I've got a lot of mention about how he's got this partnership with him but even without him he's been, he's been playing well as well concentration I think is something that he's been able to get better at so in that first season when we're back in the Premier League for the first time he's having to be a, a six there'll be so many times where He'd be kind of dawdling around on the halfway line or with his back to um, our own goal and not trying to back heel or a flick or something. And you'd think, come on, Douglas Louise, that's not, the, that's not the place to do that. He doesn't do things like that as often, I don't think, anymore, unless Villa are in a position where we're already a bit comfortable and he can bring a bit of flair then. In the moments where he's got to kind of deal with some kind of danger, I feel like he's better adapted to that now than he was in 2019, 2020. Yeah, um, I think the perfect 
sort of thing that would be his home debut against Bournemouth when I think it was a, someone played a ball across the midfield, I, I might be wrong, and Louise he either dummies it or allows, he drops his shoulder or something and then I think Harry Wilson takes it and slams it off the post and it's in. But then in the second half or whatever it may be, he puts it in the top corner from like 35 yards, so that's like, a, we probably should have known then, all right, well this is clearly a good player but also a player that we're going to have to be patient with and patient run, patient, sorry, runs thin among, amongst fan bases and Sam just glad that now we can really see the best of him and we're actually using the best of him because I don't think he would have signed a new contract if we had... So if Stephen Joe was still the manager, he wouldn't... Well, even, I don't think he'd be here now. Say we had Pochettino, because he was you know interested in coming as well, I was didn't come in the end, but if Pochettino didn't use Louise in the right way, Louise, Louise would have thought, mm, well, I'll go Arsenal and play a double pivot with you know whoever it might be there. So yes, Emery's a great manager as well, but he's getting the best out of him and there is cases of managers coming into clubs and looking at players and thinking, oh, Louise, you are a good player. But I don't want to play like that. I want to play with, uh, I don't know, three at the back and you don't fit in that or whatever it may be. So everything's kind of, you know, sort of played well for Louise in that sense. Um, but yeah, what was the question again? <laughs> oh no, yeah, it was, it was the concentration on it. Yeah. Um, I'm not concentrating. Uh, yeah, I th- again, I think that is a sort of byproduct of the last two years of him playing in that sixth role. He's almost sort of done his uh, done his education in terms of the defensive game in, in the Premier League. Cause it's a massive difference from doing it in Girona when he was on loan from City and doing defensive work there to win the Premier League. It's a completely different ball game. And yeah, concentration. He's physically better, I think, as well. Knows how to use his body. Yeah. He's never going to be, you know, hitting the gym every day. But like just the way you can use his body and shield the ball and things like that. That's that's a an art in itself, I think, um, something that he's starting to master. So he's a Champions League level player, and we are, I want to say, lucky to have him because we've gave him the opportunity to be where he is now, and we have sort of trusted him to different roles. But in the same time, he's sort of trusted us and thought, well, I've spent three years with you. I could have gone somewhere else, um, but actually now I'll stick around and I'll take, you know continuing the project because I can see that there's a clear path for me to get as a better player and get back in the Brazil team and I think that will probably be sooner rather than later as well because I say he's probably performing better than the likes of Pequeta and stuff for West Ham. So He's kind of rewarded our faith in him to develop him as a player with I'll sign a new contract because I believe hopefully that this club is heading in the same direction that I want to get to as well. So long term then just to kind of summarise and, and end this video from your opinion what is that what will happen for the rest of Louise's contract not that I'm expecting you to plot out that the season one he'll do this and season two he'll do that but like I said if Douglas Louise is stuck around at Villa thinking these guys are heading in the right direction I want to play in European football and I believe Villa will get there as well it kind of all feels like that's the direction it's heading in doesn't it that's that that's the same scenario yeah it's, it's the same argument for Martinez it's the same argument for Kamara presumably the, these guys will join Villa um because they're in the Premier League and because they have ambitions to get to uh, European football but ultimately they are going to be playing Champions League football at some point in their career and obviously we want to get there. I don't think we'll be getting Champions League football while we have Douglas Luiz just because I don't think he'll be with us for 10 years and we might not get in 10 years but the point being that if he can continue on his journey with us and get us to where we want to be that will help him and if we I don't know, get top six next year Luiz will be a big part behind that. His value is you know so we, we can write the number when we get there that'll be because we've recruited well that'll be because players have played well so it's less of a an issue to i don't say replace players but like we're not going to hang on them, hang on to them forever we need them to do a job for us and we need to do a job for them mm. once that has happened and you know louise might leave us in six years i don't know 
but if we're good enough and we've you know done our thing and we're in Europe, that's because we've recruited well. So it would be less of a thing of oh no, we're losing the ways. How the hell are we going to cope? It's actually well, actually, we're a Premier League club. We're in Europe. We're top six. We've recruited well to get here, so we can do it again. So it's I'm not worried about that sort of thing. It's the worry is that we don't progress and yeah. that we don't get Europe because then you're that means you probably haven't recruited well. And that means you might lose your top players and then there's a question mark over, well, who do we trust to bring the replacement in because we've spent 50, 60 million on X, Y, Z and they haven't played well enough to get us in the top six. So it's a bit bit of a long answer, but yeah, we want to continue on how we go in the Drenmarie and I think that we will. But the worry, I think, is that we just don't do that in general and that's when your Martinez's and Louise leave um, because they would be better than us at that point. I think that's probably it for our little mini-episode on, on Douglas Louise specifically. It all sounds like it's heading in the right direction and it's exciting, isn't it, that a player of his ability is tied down to Villa for, for a new contract. He's at a good age. He's playing very well. We've got a talented head coach who's improved lots of players already, including Louise, and hopefully this kind of marriage goes well that they all kind of continue to develop well together I'm intrigued to read the comments on this one so do get in touch and let us know what you think John thanks for your time thanks for your insight into Douglas Louise uh, we've got plenty more content coming up including some other bits that we're recording on the same day even if we've changed our clothes or something you'll know we've filmed it on the same day because I'll be still holding this stupid big mic uh, so thank you very much for watching this episode stay tuned to the Clarence Blue podcast and we'll see you again very soon thank you for listening to Claret and Blue and Aston Villa podcast if you enjoyed today's episode then please do let us know we love hearing your feedback we'll be back soon with another episode but until then up the villa Thank you.